The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, are you ready to dive into 109? Uh, yes, but we have to do pages on 108 first. Okay. Oh, and also they want us to look at the changes in 105. Uh, I started notes on 106, but we should probably do some more. Okay, but remember we have the mix for 101 and 3. Oh, and they're giving flu shots down the hall. There's something fun. Oh, fuck. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 18 years, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, in true Halloween fashion, we'll discuss our hell month. (laughs) Then we will reveal a Hollywood hack that will help you avoid working with sexist people. Always good. Yes. And finally, this week's celebrity sighting will carry you away. Mm, That's a hint. But first, we have a couple updates. Um, Many of you know that I have been taking a nutrition class through eCornell. And I'm in the middle of a course on exercise and weight loss. And Liz, I just wanted to let you know, (laughs) my professor validated something that you have been doing. Mm. He said, and I was like, oh, my God, Liz, this is you. (laughs) He said weighing in daily is one of the best ways to lose weight and keep it off. Yes. My New Year's resolution this year, 2018, was to weigh myself every day, which I've talked about on this podcast. And I have been doing it. Okay, now... Here's the thing. It has kept me from gaining weight. So I weigh like exactly the same as I weighed January 1st. So I have not lost weight. But the last few years, I've gained weight every year. So I feel that's progress. That's so amazing. gaining. So now 2019 is going to have to be about losing. But at least I've like, you know, put the end to gaining. Yes. And for anyone out there who was like, well, is this worth doing or not worth doing? It's supported not just by you, but also by science. Yes. And I will say that uh, I do. I write it down every day and it really does keep me mindful about my weight. Right. Um, So it's a great I think it's a great idea and I'm going to do it the rest of my life. Excellent. And then, Sarah, we have another update. We wanted to tell all of our Los Angeles listeners about a great event that's happening in L.A. on Sunday, November 4th. It's called the Self-Care Project. I love it already. What is it? Well, it's an event that's being hosted by my OBGYN, Dr. Suzanne (laughs) Gilberg-Lenz. She's a total badass, hotshot Beverly Hills doctor. And she's really at the forefront of, like, wellness and, you know, sort of... Um, I don't want to say holistic because she's like a, you know, really amazing surgeon and all that. But like she's just looking at the whole body and the whole woman. And Sarah, here is the event. The Self-Care Project was created to provide you the tools to create a more abundant, fulfilling life while managing those real life day to day challenges, which is the key part. Join Dr. Suzanne Gilberg-Lenz and other world-renowned experts and influencers in women's health and wellness as they provide you with an intimate space to connect and learn practical applications to support our daily lives and promote the growth and health of our minds, bodies, and spirit. 
And I'm going to go to the Sarah, assuming we finish our last script, which we'll talk about momentarily, (laughs) Um, because I am trying to get more into a health mindset. You're there. I'm less there. Um, I think Dr. Gilbert Glenn's is very inspiring to me. So I'm hoping that, you know, going to this will get me in a good mindset for 2019. Nice. Um, And we'll include a link so you can buy tickets if you want. And if, by the way, any of our listeners go and I'm there, please do come say hi to me. And then finally, we just want to remind everyone. Oh, yes. Election Day, November November 6th. 6th. Everybody get out and vote. Yes. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And today it's hell month. There comes a time in every production when things become absolutely crazy. When, when, When we're at maximum capacity for writing, shooting, and editing, Everything's happening at once, and every day there's, like, a new deadline. At least one. Yeah, sometimes multiple (laughs) deadlines. Yeah, and we get to this point where we feel like we cannot, like, we just won't be standing by the end of the show. Um, And we have officially reached that point. Yes, October is our hell month. And we've known it was coming. We recognized it. From a distance. Yeah. Like probably in July, we were like, oh, my God, October is going to be hell. Yep. And it is. Yes. Yes, it is. We were correct. Yeah. Um, Which unfortunately doesn't make it easier, I don't think. No, it does not make it easier. It makes it. I mean, what's good is we've had these periods before, so right. we do know that it'll end, mm-hmm. and it'll end very abruptly. That's what's yes. weird about production is it doesn't peter out as much as it just like drops off dramatically, right? Um, and like when the script for episode ten is done. We're done with scripts. Yes. We'll still have production and editing, but being done with scripts is just a huge deal. And we won't be breaking any more episodes. No. So that goes away as soon as we're done breaking episode 10. Yes, which is fantastic. And coming up very soon. Yes, very soon. (laughs) Um, What's interesting is you and I, and I think we've probably talked about this on the podcast, one way we get through things that are hard is we tell ourselves this will be over by such and such time. This yeah. started when we um, were pitching something and we were just dreading the pitch and we just didn't know how we were going to get through it. And we said to each other, this will be over by dinner. Yeah. And that's what we say to ourselves whenever we have like a tough day ahead of us. We go, this will be over by dinner. Well, however bad it is, it'll be over by dinner. And so lately, we've just been saying to each other, probably like at least once a day. At least. This will be over by November 1st. Yes. Oh, and man, am I looking forward to November 1st. Yeah. I mean, it's like a beacon in the distance. It really is. Not too far distance. Not too far Every day distance. it gets closer. Yes, it does. That relief. Um, yeah. So it's been just like what Hell Month is, is it's a lot of late nights. So yeah. it's missing our kids and just and being tired. Yes. Or going home to well, put yes. our kids to bed and then and hours then, more of work. Yes. And that's a drag. Um, it's also just a lot of um, getting notes from on a lot of different prod, like a lot of different episodes about different things from different people. So we might get notes on three different episodes, on the script, on the cut, on, on another on, cut, on an outline for something, all in the same day. And yeah. so it gets very confusing because you're trying to work on like as many as like five episodes at once. Right. And also actors. Things will be getting shot yes. on set and someone will decide there's an issue with the scene and then suddenly you're rewriting a scene 
of another episode. Yes. Um, and then I just find my sleep isn't as good either because I'm no. constantly waking up with massive free-floating anxiety. Like, yeah. I don't know exactly what I'm worried about, but I know that I'm incredibly worried. Yeah. Um, and so you're, I'm less rested than I should be. The other night, I jolted awake in the middle of the night because I realized we needed a location yes. for a scene that we, you know, pitched that we're just like, unbelievably excited about. We didn't think through the production side of it. And I literally at like three in the morning, I had that like, <gasps> like moment where I like sat up in bed like, oh, fuck, now we have to yes. get that location. I should get. mention it's an expensive location. And it's gorgeous. <laughs> Worth every penny, oh, but oh, yes. God. Yes. So how are we getting through? I mean, I, we're really just gritting our teeth and doing it. I can't yeah. say that we're meditating or doing our treadmill desks or, you know, self-care. It's really <laughs> more of the put your head down, move forward, do what you have to do, and yeah. just hold on for dear life. Yes. And I should say in the middle of this hell month, my mother died. Which, yes. <laughs> so, which I'm not going to talk about now because it's just too much. Um, yeah. But I actually think maybe in some ways the hell month has helped with that mm. because I have no choice but to plow forward. Right. Um, like, it's very much a like, well, I'll deal with that in November. Yeah, I have to say, I am in awe of your ability <laughs> to handle everything that's going on. You're doing an amazing job. Well, thank you. Um, I did a nice little rewrite sitting there at the, you know, yes, you at, in the hospice, you know, time. Um, there was, it's like, it's good to have something to do. <laughs> yeah, it distracted you. And you did a yeah. great rewrite, I will mention. Thank you. Um, now, the other thing I will say we have in our future, which we... I think at the start of Hell Month, you got like a notice from Ojai Valley and in Spa <laughs> that they were going to have a 40% off sale. Yes. And you forwarded it to yeah. me and said, should we book something? <laughs> and we booked a little couple of nights yes. in Ojai when this hell period is over. So that's also like this time we have coming up where you can decompress. Yes. Think about what's happened. Process will be your spa feelings. Visits. And we can go to the spa <laughs> and we can just kind of get our breath back. Yes. And that will be nice. Thank goodness for the Ohio Valley Inn. <laughs> yes, right? Yes. And then the other thing we're really doing is, you know, we talk about looping on the mm -hmm. Disney lot a lot. It helps so much just getting outside, feeling the air. Yes. It's California, so we can keep doing it even in yes. the, you know, fall and winter months. And it really, really does sort of change our days for the better. Yeah. When we don't loop and it happens, then I know we've had a bad day. <laughs> Exactly. Um, well, what I want, do our listeners have a hell month? Like, this isn't just us. I know CPAs, oh, yeah. for instance, like right around taxes, is their like absolute hell month. But I bet lots of people have hell months. So I would love to know if you do, what is it? How do you survive? Any tips that, you know, don't include like time consuming meditation we'd love to hear yeah, or vodka. <laughs> yeah, we already know about that <laughs> we, one. We need better ideas. Yeah. <laughs> So email us or send us a voicemail to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. And coming up, we have an interviewing Hollywood hack. But first, a word from our sponsor. 
Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. And Liz, now it's time for this week's Hollywood Hack which is always have a man in the room. Which sounds really crazy, uh, but there is a reason behind this. So let me explain. Okay, I came in our office and saw that written on the board as a Hollywood hack, and I was like, what? What is that? Excuse me? (laughs) And I said, let me tell you. Yes. Okay, so our friend, Michelle Tramble, who's currently making the show Are You Sleeping, starring Lizzie Kaplan and Octavia Spencer for Apple TV. Running the show. She created running she's the <laughs> goddess of are you sleeping um, and she's a fantastic writer and she worked on the good wife for years so before she started running the show uh she asked her michelle king who created the good wife for a piece of advice what's your advice and michelle king's advice was always have a man in the room what does that mean It means when you're interviewing somebody for whatever job, whether it be a job in production, a writer, an editor, have a man in the room. Why? Because if the person you're interviewing only addresses the man to every question, you know you don't want to hire them. That's a huge red flag. It's incredibly revealing. Yeah. And the problem is if you don't have a man in the room, this won't be revealed because they have no choice but to look at you and answer your questions. (laughs) It's I mean, sad that we're still in this place, but we are. It is, but it's one of the most insightful, intelligent pieces of advice I've ever heard. Because it really does tell you what the dynamic is going to be moving forward and whether yeah. you want to engage in that dynamic or not. Yeah, and I have to say, this isn't just about men. No. I mean, this equally applies to women. Women have... can. Just have ju- women can have just as much a tendency to always treat the man as the boss and yeah. the man as the decider. Yeah. Um, and Sarah, I actually experienced this um, when we were hiring crew for mm-hmm. the fix. For whatever reason, I was in a meeting. You and Marsha were not there. I was the only woman in the room, and there may be four or five guys. Mm-hmm. I was the only person in the room who had actually worked on the pilot. You were also the boss. I was also the boss. Yeah, that too. Um, (laughs) And someone came in and every single thing they said was addressed to one of the men in the room. And I kept answering the questions because I was the one who actually had the information (laughs) because I created the show and I did the pilot. And this person couldn't get it through their head that I was the person to talk to. And it just blew me away. And of course, they walked out and I said, well... Not interested. Yeah. And the most revealing part of that is that person was not a man. No, it was a woman. Which is just a bummer. 
It is. I hate it when that happens. I know. But it also, you know, there were many times on the pilot because mm-hmm. it was very, very, very female centric. Yes. Like there a lot are of women. Mostly women. And there were many, many times when there would be meetings with only women and one man. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely occasions when people would only talk to the man and yeah. ask the man all the questions. And it's like, we're all here. Yes. You know, like he is not the authority. He's just the guy with the penis. Yeah. Yeah. What can we say? It's still happening. It's still happening. But this is a great strategy. It is. Because what we can do is take control and not let that be our work environment. As much as we can control it and change it, and I think we are part of changing it, um, we, you know, we're, we're part of the solution. Yeah. Um, and something to think about when you go into an interview, yes. if you're the person on the other side, make sure you make sure you're talking to the people with the power, whether they oh, are a man male. or yes. a woman. Yes. And I do want to point out, I don't think people are, this is necessarily, people are misogynistic and sexist. It's of this unconscious bias yeah. that we just go in and assume if there's a man there, he's in charge. Yeah. I mean, I bet I've done it. I bet I have. But you wouldn't do it now. No, because now I'm aware. I'm uh but let's all just let's all just get rid of all this stuff. <laughs> Shake it Can off. Can we finally please? <laughs> I I'm know. sick of it. God. I don't wanna have to talk about this anymore. I know. Okay, well, next up we're gonna reveal a celebrity sighting that will give you emotions. But first a word from our sponsor. And now it's time for this week's celebrity sighting. And this, Sarah, is actually Adam's celebrity sighting. But I figure since he's my husband, I can claim it as my own. It's a vicarious celebrity sighting. So it's like one degree. It's very close. Because it's a big one. So it it needed to be mentioned. (laughs) Because it's an A-list celebrity sighting. So excited. Adam saw Mariah Carey at Craig's uh, restaurant. I mean, Mariah Carey is like... That's top. That's I mean, you up don't there get bigger as it goes. than Mariah Carey. I mean, that's a Julia Roberts level celebrity yeah. sighting. Um, yeah, he was at Craig's with um, a couple of producers, and he always sees famous people there. And I've never been to Craig's. It's a restaurant on Melrose. But for some reason, Adam goes there, see, not all the time, but like it seems like several times a year. It's he's like at his Craig's. cheers. Yes, it's his cheers. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and he always sees famous people. If you come to L.A. and you want to see celebrities, yes, you can go to a farmer's market. That's a good place to go. But also Craig's. Like there's huge people there from reality stars oh. to Mariah Carey. Um, and he didn't know who she was with. So, oh. but Did I'm he ha- break into song? or No, yeah. He didn't sing uh, any Mariah Carey that I know of. But and did he, he say anything about, like, what she was doing? Was she just, like, sitting and eating? She was just sitting and eating, but normal. She didn't, she wasn't exhibiting any bizarre behavior. <laughs> she wasn't being a diva? <laughs> no, no. She let she everyone was, look her in the eye, like, yeah. all those things? No, he said it wasn't, there was nothing remarkable about it, except the fact that it was Mariah Carey, wow. which is, in and of itself, of course, remarkable. Quite. Quite remarkable. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Tell us about your hell month. We want to know. Misery loves company. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. 
And thanks to our producer, the amazing Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram, at Sancola Sound. Thanks to the awesome ad team at Panoply. Thank you to our assistant, Mary Merkins, for helping us survive Hell Month. Thank you, Mary. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S Fame. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Usually. <laughs> Not this month. <laughs> What is emotion? Is that a Mariah Carey song? <laughs> you Mariah got Carey me song. feeling emotion. emotion. <laughs> <laughs>